Alright, what is up? And welcome to another Gift of Gaming podcast episode with me, your host, Darren Wade. How are you guys? I hope you're all well out there having a listen in. And this week, it's one I've been looking forward to, the big three in 2023. So we're looking at the likes of PlayStation versus Xbox versus Nintendo to see kind of who's going to bat the highest for the year 2023. And batting or boxing, because I haven't got my sports reference ready for this yet, in the green corner, fighting for Xbox. I have... Best deal in gaming. Best deal in gaming. Mr. (laughs) Xbox Games Pass himself. Best deal in gaming. Luke Maycock. The best deal in gaming. (laughs) Luke, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Darren. How are you? you, you, You're ready to fight for Xbox's corner? I've brought the energy. I'm all about it. Let's do it. Let's do it. (laughs) And fighting for the red corner, the critical himself... The man representing Nintendo tonight, Craig the Critical Nolan. Craig, how are you? I'm okay, but uh, this seems a bit unfair as my character has no arms. So, I mean, I don't know how I'm supposed to win this one, you know? I have no idea what that reference is, Luke. Do you I don't do understand it either, no. Um, just to, to the fact that, like, Nintendo themselves, you know, kind of go do things ass ways. So, if this is a fight, you know, and it's like we're <laughs> throwing no punches with no <laughs> arms. Nintendo wouldn't have brought gloves. Yeah. They would have brought, like, football <laughs> boots. <laughs> So you guys are all prepped and ready. We're not like this isn't listen, hey, I'm all about, you know, let's let's represent everybody and I'm all about gaming as a whole. So it's not too much of a competition. I think what we're here to do today is to discuss kind of how we felt the th- big three fared in twenty twenty two and what we're looking at in twenty twenty three. But before we get into that, Luke Craig, it's been a hot minute since you guys were on. You guys playing anything new? Playing anything different? Uh, well, myself, I'm not playing anything new. I'm still playing Hades from last week. But oh, as right. Luke wasn't here at the time, I just thought I'd bring it up again and, you know, play it a couple. Like, I'm probably finished with it, but I just played it, like, last night to be able to say tonight that, yeah, you know, I'm still Luke's, playing Hades. But I cleared it there a couple of days ago. Oh, and nice. I was completely in the wrong. Like, it is a great game. Yeah. You know, especially great. for its money oh, and stuff there. like that. Oh, and, like, it's, so it's post-game content and stuff. Like, but more just because... I mean, I've even started rewatching Blood of Zeus because, I mean, Hades, Zeus, yes. all that, it's all very cool, nice. the lore and stuff like that. Yeah. And because this game is constantly just giving you little little extra conversations here extra, and there, you yeah. know, I'm like, I want it, mm-hmm. you know? I just wish mm-hmm. there was more. And sure, in Hades 2 has me really, really excited now because I want the gods to show up at the house of Hades and, you know, have like little meetings and give out to you for killing them and stuff like that. I, I think mean, there's just so many places it could go. Craig, when you say you cleared the game, I let the main credits roll. I still have to, so you, you know, beat, see what the plot is for... You beat Daddy Hades. Basically. I beat Daddy Hades, yeah. Okay. About Could, 10, 15 times now. <laughs> all right, okay. okay. Yeah, go on but it sounds like you haven't... By the way you're talking about it, it sounds like you haven't got to the true ending yet. No, I haven't done the true ending. But, I mean, I've unlocked is? most of the extra weapons, so... Yeah. I can't seem like if it's really just a case of I have to go through 40 minutes to get one extra two lines of dialogue each time. Yes. Then I will quit instantly because yeah, that's fair. not enough. That's padding, you know, but before that, it's been good because all the different characters have been doing stuff and I've been unlocking so much new stuff, new content, and yeah. it feels fresh. But some of the new weapons just are very similar to the old weapons and I'm starting to get a little bored at that stage. So I'd say I have about 10 more runs in me before I'm done, regardless of the true ending. Okay. okay. And yeah. has this changed your opinion on roguelike? No, because I've looked them up and for most people, it seems Hades is the best one. 
So okay. it can only go downhill. All right. Okay. So you, you, you climb at the top straight away and that's it for you. I no climbed Mount like... Olympus and it is a long way down. <laughs> okay. What about you, Luke? You picked up anything different recently? Anything new? Well, speaking of roguelikes, I was uh, uh, from the first episode or second episode when we did the Game Awards, Chris turned me on to Vampire Survivor. Vampire oh, Survivors. Yeah. Oh, because so you're, you're, you're in... You're in you're yeah, man. Free on Game Pass. So I was like, I wanted to play this. What isn't free on Game Pass? Look at Pass. you. He, he, he's right. already. No, wait, hold on. That's cheating. He's plugging Xbox already. Did yeah, you hear that? Free on Game Pass. <laughs> no, I, know. I know. You can't just say that type of nonsense. I need the world Save to know the truth. Save it for the bout, Luke. Okay. Save it for the <laughs> bout. Just... Have that stricken from the record, folks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> judge, judge. Yeah, I'm just trying to get just riled up. No, I'm playing uh, Vampire Survivors. It's great. It's really fun. It's like silly how simple the core mechanic of the game is. It's just, it auto fires. You just move around the screen. You pick your upgrades. You plan accordingly, and it's just and it just gets insane. And it's really fun. It's a really simple game. When, really fun. When Chris had recommended that in the early days, and I saw a couple of videos of it, I have to say that one had me totally sold. And I was only watching a couple of podcasts or a couple of um, gaming things on on YouTube recently. And the Dice Awards are coming up, I think. And I was watching kind of funny, and they were talking on it about what. Because the Dice Awards kind of always give a bit of a, sometimes can give a bit of a an obscure, you know, award. So like, mm-hmm. if you're looking at maybe Stray has a, is in with a show for winning. If they're in with a show of winning in any division, Dice might be the one to give it to them. They're not usually the ones that they're going to go for the natural AAA. So they were on talking about how wouldn't it be great if Vampire Survivors could get Game of the Year from from the Dice? I don't think it's going to happen. It looks like absolutely. I look quick game. Hot trash. Does, like, like, you know. Know. <laughs> for me, that's just awful. Like, you will never play the next like fucking triple a studio will just go well that's it What's let's, the point? let's a scrap era game let's make a fucking ten dollar game and make millions you know sounds great to me it's terrible for the industry dice I, don't are, want it. I think it's great for the industry dice <laughs> are a publishing house aren't they they did but they do a bunch of ea games what do dice, dice do dice i always remember them being like the was it the battlefields i don't know let's yeah that's look. that's what i have in my head as well that dice were published battlefield dice awards i'm googling the shit out of this I yeah. know bad things about Dice, but nothing good. Oh, are they the guys who also did Battlefront? I think the Star Wars thing. Maybe, yeah, I think so. Okay, so I can't look this up fast enough because my Google skills aren't great. So if anybody out there knows <laughs> who Dice are, or what Dice do, or what the Dice Awards yeah, is all about, man. Yeah. <laughs> people are gonna leave. you don't know who Dice are. Yeah, Shit. I know, I know. I kind, I kind of know, but this I don't is, know. This is Xbox guy's fault over here. Yeah, like, he's you know, confused I know me. They have nothing to do with PlayStation <laughs> and Nintendo. This is not me. <laughs> First, I riled them up, then I razzle them. <laughs> yeah, I'm confused. I can't fight now for PlayStation. <laughs> Speaking of PlayStation, uh, I've been playing Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core Reunion. Oh, what's how far yeah. through it are you? I am. Um, I would say about fifty percent, fifty-five percent of the story, give okay. or take. Um, and it's a lot of fun. It's great. It's a lot of fun. I'm. Uh, we're hoping to do a whole um big chapter piece on the podcast to do a Final Fantasy VII as a whole in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm kind of getting revved up for that. I kind of started playing Final Fantasy VII the original on the Switch. I'm going to go back to remake and try and get my platinum. And I'm now doing Reunion. Uh, great game, a lot of fun. But oh my god, I cannot play it in english i can't i can't oh, play it in really? english the voice actor for zach and i and i made it worse for myself because i went back to the psp which is what crisis core was originally on and they have a different voice actor for zach on that mm-hmm. and he was fantastic he was kind of everything i wanted yeah. zach to be the kind of cool free easygoing hero yeah. that everybody could love uh this guy is and i'm not a voice actor so i can't come you know it's it's i have an opinion like i'm not have an opinion all right but this guy is awful awful Terrible choice for for yeah. Zach as a character, and almost unlistenable to at times. I I'd agree. Yeah. I had it on in English, and I did the opening. 
I finished the opening. I hit pause. I hit quit. I put in the Japanese and I started again because I was like, I can't. I, I can't. <laughs> that's that's horrific. Yeah, it's too much. And I'm never a person who complain about that too much. Like I played through Rambo Born and there mm-hmm. are lots of kind of like the the style in that game is, is kind of British accents. And some of that can be a little bit too, like, you know, from playing or some of the Xenoblade Chronicles, some of the voice acting in that can be just too hammy. It's a little bit too OTT. It's, it's a little not, bit different enough that like I excuse it a little bit, but sometimes it is a it's bit It's just a, top, annoying. Yeah. And with Final Fantasy XIV, it was a little bit like that as well, but I could still get into it. Mm. I can't get into this guy at all, Zach. And I think it's because my childhood, my inner child who, who loves Zach as a character, like that's one of my favorite Final Fantasy characters when I was growing up. I just they've done them dirty like you yeah. know it's just i was gonna night. i was gonna advocate the devil and say that you i'd say the two of you probably have like quite strong opinions on what the character of zach is yeah and so that if you hear a voice that and especially craig i know you weren't a big fan of crisis court but mm-hmm. when we played the original like all of us did love the voice for zach because it was it oh, no he has a good voice don't get me wrong yeah he's, he's just behavior and mannerisms is that of a hero and of that of a good guy but in ff7 original he's not a good guy no, he's, he's, he's a bad guy redeeming himself. Kind of, kind of cheeky, is what I. Yeah, mm-hmm. he doesn't I, care I for heard. anyone but himself. Like yeah, he hasn't yeah. talked to his family in over ten years. Yes, he yeah. completely disregards a dying Tifa on the ground and runs past her. Like you see him doing things. Like and you only he only has about three or four dialogue scenes ever. But yeah. in each one, he does something bad. Yeah. Except the one where he saves Cloud. Yeah. So I was like, this guy is a bad guy who does something nice at mm-hmm. the very, very end of his life, and that's a redemption arc. But the very start of Crisis Core, he's like, hey, Angeal, over here. Yeah. And he's like, fuck you. That's nah. not what <laughs> Zach was. That's not what he should you know? have been. Yeah. Wait, I know what mean... that's what people wanted, but that's not what he was. Do you mean OG Crisis Core? Like? Yes. Oh, yeah, because you really didn't like OG Crisis Core. I think me and Darren did. I, uh, love, I love the... I love the... <sighs> I it's cried. not it's not a fantastic game it was great for the psp i'm playing it now on the ps5 and it does have its limitations yeah but it's a fun it's a really fun pick up and play which is what i loved about it on the psp as well yeah really fun pick up and play and i know craig you said you watched because you had no interest in playing the game i watched, watched the, the let's endings. play with max Millen, dude yeah. who is the biggest final fantasy fan ever with me yeah, like yeah. out there and like even he was just like oh man this dialogue is because they haven't changed the dialogue yeah. whatsoever all right so it's hard because i mean i really like the new voice actor for Eret, but listening to her say all the stupid lines from 2006 you know of just her like wanting things all the time i'm like that's not a human being that's just the puppet it's saying a bunch so... of girly crap yeah like even tifa like the first thing you see you see her say in an email is hey uh do you guys know of any like blonde haired guy out there oh, i'm just wondering out of curiosity you know like she's just really weak and yeah. just constantly looking for cloud whereas eric's looking for zach and all that crap and i'm just it's like very basic. these characters have come a long way since then and it's just a shame that they continue to push yeah them and like they went and got different voice actors for all of the main roles so for them not to try and change any of the dialogue because i, I played through a bit a section in recently and the the dialogue is just so awful it's like um zach and Aerith are talking to one another and it's the conversation is so dead it's so dead mm-hmm. and but she, there's always a big pause between the delivery as yes. though like the two actors aren't even talking exactly to each other. which so, which is where it really fails so uh, a lot of a fun game to play and it's getting me excited for the story and rebirth hopefully this winter or this side of 2023 and um, the side of christmas so i have high hopes for the future as a whole and playing this is getting me excited but I cannot play it in English. That's 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 yeah. where I am at with gaming at the minute. Yeah. Can't do it. it. Definitely, it's something we have to come back to because anytime Final Fantasy comes up, we just go on these rants and look. We're so far into the podcast. Yeah, we're, we're, we're already twelve minutes started. in. We haven't even started today's topic. We yeah, care but, about it. It's yeah. a big. It's a big graph. I will definitely yeah. cut back on it or 
you know, have a big, big episode dedicated to just Final Fantasy yeah. at some point. We'll just have so to. We need to, off my chest. We need to work out those kinks because we want to do like maybe a three-parter and, and talk about the series in depth as a whole. You know, so that's if anybody out there is listening is a big Final Fantasy Seven fan, stay tuned because we will be doing a big part on that. But enough about Final Fantasy Seven. We're here to talk about the big three, fellas: Nintendo versus Xbox versus Sony. And like I said, it's not really versus, but we're just a, n- a nice comparison of how they did last year and what we expect them to do this year. Luke, run into you first. Mr. Oh. Games, you know, Mr. Xbox, Xbox Games Pass himself. Oh. Last year, how did you feel Xbox did? Um, <clears throat> so I can't, I'm not a, I'm not a games journalist. I'm not a games critic. Really. Yeah, no one on this podcast is professional. <laughs> yeah. So if you're taking no us for our word, don't, because we don't know what we're talking about. We just like talking about video games. Yeah. Um, so my perspective, like Xbox is my console through and through. It has been since, since the Xbox, the original Xbox came out. I got one and I fell in love with it. I got Halo and, and, and like it was came with the console that in like Midtown Madness 3, I think. Man, so both great games. Um, and yeah, ever since then, I've been in love with it. And I think I really started to, like I, I was in love with it, but I also love PlayStation as well. And I, when I had to pick a side, I had to pick a console to go with. Um, it was pretty much like the Xbox One. I actually worked uh, for customer support for Xbox for, like a year at one point mm-hmm. and i ended up just knowing the xbox one inside out and i was like oh well i'm really comfortable with this system so i'll get this then game pass came along and kind of just switched up the game this was like 2017 i think game pass came along and that was just from the moment it was conceived until now it just made it was just the biggest steal like it's uh, i swear to god like it literally i know it's a meme but it actually is the best deal in gaming like it's the best value you can get for this your money. guy this guy has sold his soul to corporate microsoft craig i'm telling you you know look what at him, look at him, like, look at he him said here. game pass already four times yeah. and i've been counting like you <laughs> he's, know and, he's just trying to and, sell it to and, and game pass game pass game pass game pass game pass no, no get game pass <laughs> you're making it so difficult to count i was gonna like insult you with this later <laughs> um no it's uh i i do actually worry about that sometimes i think i literally think it's such a good deal that you know when we have the what was that uh, the case that Sony brought up against them in, I think it started in Brazil and moved on to the States and stuff, where for the Blizzard Activision acquisition, oh, yes. yeah, yeah. and they tried to block it because they said it was... Uh, it's unfair. Yeah, it was unfair. Com- like, like competitively, and, you know, I think with that one, you know, that's that's one of the things in the podcast that in the future I'd like to talk about, but that as a as a whole thing, I'm I'm glad people are fighting for it because Call of Duty is the one of the biggest... Yeah. Um, the series of games out there and to to come in the way games are now and the way games are becoming more and more accessible for everybody uh, with cross play and everything like that someone coming in like xbox boo boo because i'm a playstation guy i'm just gonna boo nice. uh, coming in and trying to buy it i'm glad people are fighting for it because something like that shouldn't be made exclusive. it shouldn't be allowed in this, like, in this day and such age such a long yeah. time of yeah. them being shared for someone to just kick the others out i mean gamers wouldn't even take that nowadays like they might get away with it but the sales would drop well fucking revolt like i i think you're both wrong but (laughs) but i wonder why i still i still i like that sony are challenging them on it because i wouldn't be a very i wouldn't be a very pro like super pro capitalist guy like i don't want them to just gobble up everything and like get a a lion's share of the market like that i do want people to challenge them on it i don't think sony have a case because they, this is just the exact same thing that Sony have been doing for years. 
not Nintendo, Nintendo don't really do that, but Sony and Microsoft have been doing this back and forth for years, and now Sony are going, well, this is a step too far, and I don't think it is. But what did Sony take off Microsoft, out of curiosity? Because so, they've always had Final Fantasy, they've always had The Last of Us, and they've yeah, always that had was, these like, well, homegrown games. Well, have isn't, like, they have kind of exclusive releases for a while, but all of those Final Fantasy games now come out on Xbox eventually. Um, Sony can only hold on to exclusivity has, for has a while. Has remake come out on Xbox yet? No, hasn't come out on Xbox yet. <laughs> Crisis Core is out on Xbox Day One. That's that's on answer. all consoles. Yeah, yeah. who would possibly care? <laughs> <laughs> like FF Seven remake came out two years ago. That's the one you want to go for. It Anyone is. who ran to and that's why game. I haven't played so it. Yet. <laughs> I, I think with my my gripe with that would be like you know Xbox recently bought up Bethesda and things like that, and I think yeah. studios like that are kind of I would say middle of the road in terms of popularity and it's mm. it's it's not a diss at all to Bethesda they've made great games in the in the the fallouts and and all that but I think there wasn't an uproar I think from PlayStation for that because it just doesn't have the following and like I'm not a guy who's who's gonna go around and waving the flag for Call of Duty I play the odd Warzone game but I'm not a I'm not a Call of Duty guy but I do believe something that is so um entwined in gaming college duty's been around for years and there's like there's almost a new one every year it's always in the in the top 10 sales of games every year i think taking something with that much buying power away from everybody else isn't fair i think guys fighting for the <clears throat> the middle tier and um, publishers and again i'm not just trying to diss bethesda or anything like that i think fighting for that i'm okay with um, but the idea that some of the, the big things, the most popular uh, things out there being bought up and not being made available to more gamers, it's counterproductive to the way I think gaming is actually going. Like it's being mm. made more and more accessible mm. for people. Crossplay is getting more and more popular amongst games. But the idea that you could take one of the biggest online games ever and say, yo, we've just got loads of money and we're going to buy this. And and this isn't a diss, it's kind of a little bit of a diss on Xbox, but you look at Xbox over the last like two years, there's been no uh ips there's been no triple a amazing really well selling uh hugely popular and successful game that's been an xbox exclusive provided by xbox in the last two years and i think this reach out to try and buy activision was kind of them trying to play catch up and them seeing this is as this as the way to do that mm. in that moment well, there's no denying they're way I, behind and they need to do something like, and this just makes sense to do. But until you have actual games, it doesn't matter what you've bought. It means nothing. You like guys they, are you guys are smoking crack. Uh, Microsoft. Microsoft and, bought out Rare and everyone was like, oh my God, what's this going to be? It meant nothing. <laughs> yeah, like 10 years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a long time. Longer. Well, it was... But again, so, sorry, know, this, but is, I, this yeah. isn't me dissing Xbox. It's just me, I would, as a whole, I don't I would diss Xbox until they actually uh, prove that I, they've... They're don't. worth it that they have a game that matters, but until then, it's no news. To I don't me. think you guys are giving them even close to a fair, like swing for how much they are not behind. Like they are, I've got some. They stats are here. massively behind. I've got I looked this here. up today. Yeah, as well. yeah, I've got I some stats that would d- disagree. And I, I'm not going to give a rat's about <laughs> those stats because you listen to what the Sony CEO says at those like anti, uh, uh, like market competitive, like hearings. Mm-hmm. The, all the stuff that he's coming out with at those hearings are. Well, Sony will never be able to make something that competes with Game Pass. We're just so far behind now that we won't be able to catch up. So that's an unfair advantage Microsoft have. And then you well, just no, keep so, rattling out all these points. So I'd agree with you there. So like th- them saying it's an unfair advantage because they've had Game Pass. That's th- That was a, a choice that Xbox made, a very intelligent a one. A great choice. Yeah, yeah. And PlayStation, Sony are way behind. And they wouldn't, I, don't think, I don't think PlayStation will ever make a thing to 
compete against. They they rejigged. Did they not already do it? No, they they, they rejigged. Oh, they, tried, yeah. they rejigged the PlayStation Store and and your PlayStation subscription. That has like a hundred games on it. Like, but they that? weren't on top of their game. Like they weren't up. They weren't thinking that far ahead. Xbox is miles ahead in cloud gaming as well. It's mm-hmm. probably ahead of where Stadia was. Like, oh, let's not talk about Stadia. <laughs> <laughs> which is not a, yeah, it's not the greatest achievement. Uh, now that that's gone, but it's I like Microsoft is killing it on so many fronts that I don't think people who will exclusively play like Nintendo or exclusive play Sony will be aware of at all. I am frequently blown away when I turn on my Xbox and I just, every time I turn on my Xbox to go play a game, the first thing I do is I don't go to play the game that I want to play. I have a game in mind that I want to play, but I'll go to Game Pass first and I'll have a look and there will always be a new title. I had no idea it was going to be on Game Pass. I can play it for free now. And I just download that in the background while I play what I was I mean, that play. suits you, Luke, who, you know, is like, we'll play one or two games every year or something like that. So you'll always have a back catalog. I play you know? a lot of games every I year. I play a lot of games and I have never, ever have a game in the back catalog. Like this whole Final Fantasy XV being on Stadia, that would never have helped me because I'd already played it twice. It sounds... You know, like there's just no, nothing that Xbox is going to have on their Game Pass that would be nah, for me because a, I'm a day one buyer. And if it isn't there day one, then I don't give a well, shit. Well, that's what all the exclusivity is doing. It's giving them so many things day one. The next L. Elder Scrolls game, you bet that's going to be day one on yeah. Xbox and nowhere so else. So I don't on Game Pass, but that, this Game is all Pass. stuff in the future that doesn't yet exist. Because so Microsoft, I wouldn't use it to showcase it being why Xbox is better than PlayStation because theoretically we have a game coming in. You know? Well, Microsoft has promised that anything that's first party or that's the publisher is owned by Microsoft when that game is released, it will be on Game Pass on day one and, that's, and forever. Yeah, It's not a limited time window. All these AAA games the AAA games that have come out that I've only heard about. And it's like it's like background murmurs and I hear a bunch of people are really impressed with it. And I go on to do my usual thing, log in, I go into Game Pass and I see it there and I go, oh, this is like a 70 euro game. Yeah, I'll give this a try. And it's crap. It's great. I didn't spend any money on that experience. Yep. I spent like five minutes of my life and I can go, well, that's stupid. And it's I, how game And I will, be. like, it's, going back to last oh. year or the year before, kind of we're seen as we're talking about how these 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 companies might have performed last year. Uh, and I'll agree with you in terms of the Game Pass thing and how that very much differs from PlayStation. So, for example, I was a, a fool to go in for Cyberpunk day one yeah, when same. it came out on the PlayStation Store. Mm-hmm. Now, the problem with the PlayStation Store is when you buy a game off that, you cannot give it back if you have purchased that and downloaded it you cannot return that game. they did something specific for, for cyberpunk, cyberpunk which yeah. you know because the outcry was so bad because it was an unfinished game mm-hmm. but that's you know i buy a bad game any other day of the week that doesn't get all that bad publicity i can't return that mm-hmm. so i would so i think from a user friendly perspective i'm totally in agreement with you on game i think games pass is phenomenally good i think it's phenomenally good value what i will say is for me as an individual doesn't suit my play style how i play games how i want to play games I look for the big narrative. And I don't mean the AAA game. I just mean like the the one that's going to really sell it to me. And PlayStation last year and the, going back the year before, The Last of Us Part 2, an amazing uh, game. And like, I, and I don't mean just for me, like critically, critically acclaimed game. And then last year, speaking about last year, 2022, Horizon Forbidden West, my absolute game of the year. Mm-hmm. One of my most favorite games that I've played exclusively to PlayStation and nowhere else. God of War Ragnarok really enjoyable game won so many awards at the at the game awards exclusively playstation game so i get the games pass thing and like playstation has their own thing where you get like the two or three free games a month and there have been months where those X- are xbox dogs. has that as well well separate to game pass mm-hmm. where like the, it'll be two or three free games and you you go and you get the license for the game so for that month 
and so you have that license in perpetuity for okay even yeah. when game pass withers away and there's no more you still have those games yeah so i think it's the same like for playstation I think yeah, once yeah. you select it, those games it does sound like the, the uh, team xbox whatever they are doing a lot behind the scenes to you know they're working hard because they have to work hard because they are behind in the games departments but they're doing a lot of good things like you say with the xbox online it's, it's that just this conversation is just it's scrambling my brains it's like talking to two people who are really passionate about horses and i know what the car is and it's being manufactured and i'm pointing at it being like how can you not see what's coming Wait, so this is the thing but and then you're talking that about way... stuff that's coming and i just don't be- i you don't believe in the automotive I engine it, i understand you know? yeah but i can we can see the path where it's going and it's going all microsoft i know but, but we don't have any actual games from bethesda yet like on the like it was mm. a couple of years ago when they said this and still we haven't seen the trailers for all the new exclusives and that has to be worrying there's one trailer for one exclusive but, yeah. but like that's, I don't care for so it, that's right? where i that's where i would 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 come on us i don't deny what they're doing in cloud gaming and everything like that is is great but cloud gaming is it's a fact that we're very lucky to live here in ireland mm. and we've got great internet and great internet mm-hmm. packages and everything like that you know from the states cloud gaming is still a long long way from being feasible based on people's data packages and everything yeah, like that yeah. because data costs a huge amount of money over in the states and the usage and everything like that i mean here it's it's amazing you know yeah. here to be class because we don't have to worry about caps and things like that over in the states it'd be a nightmare so cloud gaming i get what you're saying they're going in the right direction but luke i'm talking about 2022 <laughs> and 2023 what's xbox so like that you know game pass i don't deny it's good i don't think it's like the greatest thing to happen to gaming because i think it's great it's great value but there's nothing that i look at games pass and say well i own a playstation 5 and everything i want to play that's on games pass i can on playstation but because it exists there pay for it potentially but you do get like i said my catalog of let's say the playstation plus games is massive mm-hmm. do you know what i mean and in terms of like i said i've never and like i think again i i'll always say this i think it's it's great for gaming i think it's it's like fantastic and affordable but i've never said to myself fuck i wish i had games pass right now never yeah. once never once and that's that's just the way i play games maybe people would agree or disagree with me but i've been a playstation player that's the corner that i'm batting for on this podcast and i have never once longed to own an xbox or have a subscription to games pass i'll tell i'll tell you what just as a, a parting kind of thing on my xbox corner of this fight uh as someone who has an xbox has a pc and has the xbox app and the pc and game pass and all that kind of stuff set up and everything as someone who logs in and looks at Game Pass on a weekly basis, mm-hmm. on a weekly basis, I am blown away by the stuff that I'm getting for my money, which is not a lot of money. It's getting me so much new stuff that I didn't even know I wanted. But here's the thing: until it was put in front of me. But here's the thing, and like we're at an age now, and like maybe for young kids, it's and for families, for parents, it's like amazing value. But are you ever going to get to play all those games? All of them? No. But am I going to always have like three games that I can hop between and enjoy the crap out of? Yes, more than three. Yeah. I have such okay. a varied experience on my console. It's I think I think it might have to be something that you just sit down with for a while and you just scroll through the games past catalog and you see a bunch of games and you're like, I've heard of these games and see people playing them. I can play them now myself. I like games. I'll play. Yeah. It's just it's a no brainer once you have it and it's in front of you. I think that's that's my Xbox biased kind of uh opinion. But yeah, that's that's it. That I think Xbox is doing everything you guys are going to hit me with some figures in a little bit i think the the tracks are being laid i think the i can see where this is going yes and i and i'd agree with you there i mm-hmm. think they are they're laying foundations for what could be could be i'm not saying will be but could be 
an amazing an uh, empire. Like. And, yeah, exactly. Like I mean, in terms of if they can get, and this is the thing. This is what people crave. It's 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 proven in what what's winning game awards. It's proven in what's the most um, bought or sold games through the year. People crave these amazing exclusive deals that you can get. Xbox has not delivered on that in years. In years, and that's you know, like you look at the game of the year awards, things that are nominated. Nothing in all that in that has ever been something that xbox would be able to shout about yeah i can i can concede that point and that's and that's and, that, and like i said games pass amazing deal but what i'm very interested is you know because we've just done <laughs> oh. ps5 and xbox greg how do you feel nintendo we to bring the tone down yeah, make we'll it be- a bit more silly <laughs> let's get it whimsical up what's in nintendo here? doing yeah. with your crayons how's, how's, over how's, there yeah, the well i wasn't even gonna fight corner. for nintendo i was just gonna name some games and be like yeah they were all right well, well, I mean, listen, <laughs> but i'll take third place anyway but Luke has kind of made it easy for me in that he said Game Pass about 50 times. Yeah. But you want to know how many na- games he named throughout that entire speech? How many games did he name, Craig? Did you want me to name games? Oh, he didn't name a single game. Oh. Do you want that me to 20-minute rant. But do you not think that that should have been somewhat relevant to your speech about look, games? It's, it's, it's baked in there. I can go into that. I've realized I've talked for like 20 minutes already. But my favorite game of all time... Game Pass. My favorite game... <laughs> Of all time, I only discovered because it came up on Game Pass. And I, I, Outer Wilds. And I said, I'll give this a shot. Fucking blown away. Didn't pay a cent for that whole experience. But again, Outer Wilds is a game that came out, what, three years ago? No, but also, I I do have to, I do, and again, I don't mean to be kind of um, putting the argument to you, but I also play Outer Wilds and didn't pay for it. It came out free on PlayStation for a monthly games thing. So I get where you're coming from, but also, I don't think it's, Again, games has to be on end up. But hang on, we're not giving Craig. We're not giving, uh, yeah. we're not giving Mr. Nintendo a fair a fair shot to to, to represent hey, the red corner. It makes it easier for me. Okay, so I'm just looking through at 2022 at Nintendo because, in actual fairness, I spent a lot of time playing my Switch. Yep. Aside from Smash Brothers, which is about 50 percent of Obviously. all my gaming <laughs> activity. I don't even own your Switch, and I still <laughs> say 50 percent of my time is on your Smash but Brothers. But I played a shit ton of Persona 5 Royale. But yeah, like. Luke and like Darren has said like that didn't come out originally for the Nintendo so I don't think that that deserves any sort of points any sort of recognition that's just a game that I wanted on the Switch because I like the feel of it for Switch and I like the idea of it on Switch to help bat for the red corner here like to be able to play a game like Persona 5 which was so enjoyable Mm -hmm. handheld that's a really big I know and that's crazy but I've been waiting two years for it. Okay. Like, yeah. Joker was announced in Smash, and I went to Persona Five any day. Yeah. They're gonna, they're gonna they shadow their, drop that. So they've time. slapped me in the face every day for two years. Like, so no, <laughs> I'm not gonna give them props for it. I am playing it now, and I am loving it. But yeah. I hate Nintendo for taking this long to put a game that clearly is designed for Switch mm-hmm. on the Switch. You know, yeah. they're giving us Persona Three and Persona Four next year. But, I mean, those are exact copies of the PSP games yeah, that they're yeah, releasing. So, for me, that's that's worth zilch. When I've played Persona 5, the best of the three, I don't want to just play some hand-me-downs from 2005, yeah. 2006. And that have taken so long to get to yeah. you as well. It, it feels, like, if I could just, like, bolster the point a little bit, it feels like a really great, like, the thing that Nintendo just does great at the moment is their console is so fucking cool like yeah. to be able to play games like that in handheld is not an experience you can get on an xbox or a playstation yeah like hades I it's crazy that it's not you know like yeah like, as soon as i heard about the steam deck last month i was like oh that's it nintendo's dead yeah it's you know? that's <laughs> but at the end of the day they have the best first party lineup out of any company of all time maybe square can compete a little bit with them now but realistically it's nintendo or the top dogs with yeah. pokemon and mario kart and mario and zelda like they're just they're untouchable the like, biggest names 
mean, Mario has quite possibly got to be one of the greatest. I mean, Mario Kart Eight is history. still like in the top five best-selling games every year, like, yes. you know, since yeah. its release. Um, but games of 2022, and this is why I think it was actually a bad year. I just happened to play it a lot, and I was looking through them, and there was Pokemon Arceus. You know, oh, yeah. I'm sure that sold millions, but yep. for me, it's other crap. There was Fire Emblem Warriors, and I don't know what the Warriors series means. For for you guys but anytime i see a game i'm always excited until i see the word warriors at the end of it yeah. hyrule, hyrule warriors War- yeah. fire emblem yeah. warriors it's just what you were expecting persona 5 rumble but it's a warrior it's like know? it's like, like diet or like oh wow a sequel to the game i want no it's just a moderation to that game with terrible graphics and wave after wave of agent smith style enemies who it all will- look like terrible CGI. It's all the appearance of the thing you love the most, and none of the substance. <laughs> yeah, you just like one. It's just one enemy copied and pasted a hundred times, yeah. and they all just look exactly the same. And um, there was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I don't know if that came in for other consoles, but that seemed yeah, like a I good game. Was... Darren, you played it, right? I played it. It was a lot of fun. Um, did it blow me away? No, but a fun game. It's to an have old on school arcade game, you know. Yeah, well, the yeah the the Cowabunga one was a remake or rebringing all of the old games whereas I think Shredder's Revenge was kind of like an updated and remastered one mm. which was a lot of, I mean listen it looked great and played a lot of fun but again it you know it so it I, goes I, at I my point so I like wouldn't buy a Switch for it yeah, 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 yeah so after that was Mario and Rabbids the second one now people will go on they oh the first one was a great game and I'm like was it a great game or were you just expecting something so fucking terrible that <laughs> it was okay by consideration because Possibly, as someone know. who's played XCOM I can tell you right now that Mario and Rabbits is not a good game. You know, oh, I think again, okay. I, I never heard someone. It's say just that a watered down version of a great game. You know, yeah. just with far less. It reminds me so much of how you know Mario do like the golf games and the yeah. football games. They just put nothing into it. You know, and even these guys, whoever made the Rapids games, whatever. But I mean, are their characters so unrecognizable? That they, they just have to put Mario a Mario games. version, yeah. a Peach version. How about an actual rabbit? Do we even have one? Like no, I think we just have rabbits, don't we? <laughs> yeah, we yeah. rabbits, but there's no mascot. They're just yeah. a bunch of whimsical idiots, like you know. So no, I, that wouldn't be a game for me. I love XCOM, and I'm not getting Mario rabbits. Um, there was Triangle Strategy, which I spent months on, and that was a really great game. Fantastic. That really, was Nintendo really first party, game. was it? It uh, was Square, Square Enix, I believe, but yeah. like exclusive to the Switch. Nice, yeah. and it was really like Final Fantasy Tactics and how it played and stuff like that. But again, we don't want to go into big, long, lengthy conversations about the games themselves. Uh, Splatoon Three, which I'm sure did amazing in Japan, but I mean, ads for it absolutely for, everywhere in Tokyo when yeah. I was there yeah. for thirty plus year olds like yourselves and who aren't Japanese. I mean, I played the first one for a week and I was like, this is kind of fun. But then I went back to it three months later and I was like, oh no, the Japanese have mastered it now. There's no, there's nothing for me here. Like, yeah. I can't win anymore. It's over. <laughs> there was Persona 5 Royal, which I had mentioned. I had a lot of fun playing that. And then their top game of the year was Xenoblade Chronicles 3. And now I loved Xenoblade Chronicles, the original, but every game since has been worse than the previous, in my opinion. Xenoblade Chronicles X was my most anticipated game on the Wii U. And it was an absolute pile of dog crap. I absolutely hated it. You couldn't even play the game without like 40 gigs of memory or something like that. When the, the original Wii U had 8 gigs. So, you know, work that out. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was 2022. So I don't know how I'm supposed to win this kind of argument because Triangle well, like Strategy said- was great and I really enjoyed it. Persona 5 Royal was great. And I enjoyed it two years after I should have enjoyed it, you know? Yeah. So I know you yeah. credit Xbox being like, oh, I can play the Elder Wilds and stuff. But I for can... me, it's negative points if it's years ago that 
it was first released yeah. and now you're getting the play. Okay. You know? yeah, fair. So just to put it in perspective, I mean, I, I'll do briefly 2022 for, for PlayStation 5 and I think I only have to say these two words and that's probably enough, but God of War Ragnarok and Horizon Forbidden West. And I realized that's actually seven words. <laughs> yeah. yeah, seven I words, not two. I was, two games. I was <laughs> counting them on my fingers. I was like, what is he yeah, doing? I realized the seven words, <laughs> not two. Uh, two. Two points. And that's I think that's all I need to say. I mean, we look at, this is what people are buying. Like people are going out of their way to buy a PlayStation 5 to be able to play what PlayStation Studios now are coming up with as like the most sought after hot topic thing on in video mm. gaming. Do you know what I mean? And the idea that anything like whatever Naughty Dog comes out with next will be exclusive. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth for the Final Fantasy hardcore fans, that's going to be timed exclusive. But I mean, Remake, the first one was timed exclusive for PS5. It was meant to be for a year, but it still hasn't come out for Xbox. So I don't know what yeah, like the deal is Like if Final Fantasy there. Remake part two or rebirth sorry was like a day one xbox exclusive i would buy an xbox on the day it came out like there would be none of this wait two years and i'll play it for free type of nonsense yeah. i would buy the console the day it comes Which out is where like, i yeah. think because i need that on. game you know but there's yeah. there's very few xbox games well there's actually none that i need to play you know because i have everything that i want to play with just the other two so just to put it in perspective on units sold in 2022 uh-huh. going by the xbox is it series x S, yeah. Xbox Series X and S, uh, the Nintendo Switch and the PlayStation 5. In 2022, in third place is the Xbox Series X and S with just under 9 million units sold. Mm-hmm. In second place is the PlayStation 5 with 11.2 million units sold. And in first place, by a decent margin as well, is the Nintendo Switch with 16, almost 16.5 million units sold. You have to take that into consideration that the Nintendo Switch uses old technology, whereas there's a yeah. massive chip shortage. Yes. Which means like yeah. I expected the, the Sony and Xbox numbers to be exactly identical because yeah. they've been out of stock both at the exact same time always throughout yeah. the year. Yeah, yeah. So for one to have an edge over the other doesn't even make sense to me because they have sold out 24-7, how can one be higher than the other? But it I would definitely about... think that if there wasn't a chip so- uh, shortage, that Sony would be at a three-to-one advantage. Yeah. Think. Just relationships between those companies and the people manufacturing the graphics cards. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. Like, so whoever has a better relationship will get their hands on them first, ship mm. more units, sell more units. So I think in 2022, I think the most well-received console would have been the PS5 in terms of the exclusives that were coming out on it, mm-hmm. how well it did. The Game Awards, which celebrates everything to do with gaming, had huge amounts of PlayStation exclusives on the nominees list and everything like that. So... I mean, not to not to. Flex this is my now muscles. part of your argument, Darren, is it, or are you still just reading facts? No, no, this is all part of my. No, this is <laughs> part of the argument that I am uh, currently battling for the winning team here in my blue corner. No, no, I just I'm up for. I just want games for everybody all the time. Yeah, but exactly. I think 2022 was a hugely successful year for uh, PS5, and I think Xbox is laying the foundations. But I think the problem I have with that is Xbox has been laying the foundations for their future for the past three or four years, and I really hope for them that whatever they're laying the foundations of, you know, cloud gaming. Uh, games pass being the thing to have to have i hope that's what happens for them i really do because i miss the days of you know because it was playstation 2 absolutely hammered xbox one and the xbox 360 absolutely destroyed the playstation 3 like it's been tit for tat you know and i like Mm -hmm. that and it's a pity now i think with the lack of but the ps4 dominated the that's what i mean since then and i think that's when we saw less exclusives from i mean like i used to come over to your house as a kid luke and just play the absolute shit out of fable and uh, halo and all those games it was on 
PlayStation, wasn't it? I don't did think it come so. out for PlayStation later? It might have come out later, but I, I remember, don't think so. I think it was. Oh, was it Xbox? Yeah, oh, yeah, I yeah. didn't know that actually. But that's what mm. I mean. So, like, that's the interesting yeah. thing is, and maybe it's because I'm a bit older and I know what I want, but like the exclusivity, like like Craig said, I would if if someone said to me tomorrow that Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is going to be an Xbox Series X exclusive when it comes out in the winter, I'd be putting some money away to get myself an Xbox because of the pull of certain games i think that's where playstation is really killing at the minute and i hope like that because like i said I, i'm i'm i just want everybody to just enjoy playing video games so i hope xbox and microsoft can pull it out of the bag and really like hammer home the future of gaming you know on that point i don't want to hijack your playstation corner but i do like one of the reasons i bat really hard for xbox is because they're paying I, you because they're paying they me must. i get an undisclosed <laughs> amount into my bank account every night <laughs> Do you know what? They're paying me and all the money I don't spend on games yeah. for Xbox Game Pass, the best deal in gaming. Sorry, I had to get one more in. Uh, the reason I bat so hard for them these days is because I love, I love their vision in theory. So when they brought out the Xbox uh, One Series X and Series S, the Series S, the idea was that it was a next-gen console with next-gen hardware, a smaller uh, memory unit in it, next gen hardware all the same no disk drive they would ship it out it would be affordable for every it would be the most affordable console on the market it would have 500 games from day one if you pay 18 quid on day one Mm -hmm. parents could give them to their kids kids would have act i can't imagine being a kid today getting an xbox one series s and like going in on the first day and just looking at a list seemingly never ending list of amazing looking games Indie, AAA. Luke, if that was kid, me as that yeah. kid, I would scroll to the list of 500 games and I'd never see Horizon. I'd never see God of War. I'd never see Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. There's so ma- I'd never see The Last of Us. There's so many things I'd never see. And to segue into our next section, which is 2023, uh-huh. <laughs> I would never see the following PlayStation 5 exclusives. Oh, go hit us. So here we go. But this, this is important because I think when you look at games, so Final Fantasy is for, you know, it's for the Final Fantasy fans. It's, it's a game that kind of captures the imagination of a certain group of people who enjoy that games but looking at this list of um exclusive uh, announced so far for ps5 the thing that sticks out to me the most which is where the likes that if if xbox can't get these deals in in the future is really going to hurt it marvel spider-man 2 like that was huge marvel spider-man was huge and Mm -hmm. spider-man is like most people's favorite superhero but like for that to have an exclusivity it's almost weird that it does you know like it's I would say it shouldn't. It should be one of those games that should be on Xbox as well, you know? It's yeah. just a, a weird... like Because everyone wants Spider-Man, but that would be one, I would say, that would push a lot of kids to choose PlayStation yeah. over yeah. Xbox. You yeah. know? So that's... I mean, like I said, I love game. I love the idea of Games Pass, but for me, there'd be 500 games of a lot of potentially... No, I'm not going to say nothing. That does all those games a disservice, but it's nothing for me. Like, it does nothing for me scrolling through this. There'd be plenty of things that would, but the things that I get me most excited about, I'm looking at this list here and I'm kind of saying it's almost all coming out to PlayStation, PlayStation 5 and only PlayStation 5. It might, it might come down to taste at the end of the day because a bunch of the exclusives on on game pass are games that i'm totally in love with and, and the I, people with good taste are buying playstation 5 <laughs> yeah i think i think <laughs> still only mention one game what i will what, what I, I can get you want me to pull up game pass right now i Craig? kind of well i don't need you to pull up the game because pass. I, I will maybe if it they were on the top I will of your head the i believe that you like 20 minutes if you have to look at a list you clearly don't gentlemen give a shit. gentlemen please we oh, all want to be up. friends and games get here okay what you I, want me to pull up a list now name them off the top of your heads jesus death loop is the current one that i'm death loop is not an exclusive it is an exclusive now because it's owned by Zenimax, who own Bethesda, who own 
and publish. Deathloop is 100% De- on the PlayStation sorry, uh, sorry, free exclusive sorry. thing. Yeah. You're, you are correct. It is. It came out for their first because Bethesda signed an exclusivity deal with PlayStation before they did their deal with Xbox. Okay. And now it's flipping licenses back across. Okay. So... I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go down this rabbit hole. This the, I have a point to make. If and we, it's if that, we had, if your we had, first yeah, right? game that if you we, mentioned, if we launched had, on the PlayStation Five and not the Xbox, okay, so that wasn't the first no game. There's no way back mentioned. from that. I didn't Luke. talk about Halo. I didn't talk about the new Halo game. That was a huge success last Halo year. Halo has been relevant in about fifteen. So, so, so everyone so keeps crossing over. The the Halo argument is an interesting one because I don't think Halo was as successful as Microsoft Xbox anticipated it would be. I think they would probably consider it a bit, especially the multiplayer. The multiplayer has not done well. Oh, um, I I agree with some of that point and I disagree with other parts. Uh, only, only, from, only from personal experience. I think the multiplayer has done phenomenally. I think it's done exactly what they so wanted it, to. So I think it, it plays well and everything like that. But from yeah. my reading, and again, I haven't played it. So this is coming from an area of me just just, just being a bit of a, a, mm-hmm. a key keyboard troll or whatever. But mm-hmm. I've been reading articles and people have saying that it has lacked any sort of um, what's the word kind of ongoing service that there's still too few maps that they haven't broadened the types of game that they have and like I said that happens for a lot of games but I think Xbox is Halo Halo is yeah. Xbox it is yeah. there it is there um, Nathan Drake it is you know it's there Mario you know and hmm. it hasn't I mean I remember I was so excited for it coming out and all the announcements and I remember the kind of the lull after its release yeah and i think that's again and that's what i mean about xbox is that i i wanted to hit those sites i wanted halo to come out and be like uh, me hitting you up me hitting you up me like are you ready to go online again like we did when we were like 13 14 but it never felt like it was able to do that yeah true and no i think the the multiplayer and again this is mostly like personal experience i think the multiplayer slapped i thought it was incredibly well designed like blew me away exceeded expectations and i'm good big big halo multiplayer critic as well like i don't think they've really peaked properly since i'd say since halo 2 a lot of people love halo 3 but i've been agreeing agree with you there yeah i think halo 2 is definitely been so so I so much fun i was young as well so i don't know but and the campaign in the halo game was a bit of a nothing burger for me which was disappointing because that's where i come from kind of thing but i, I but the points that i was originally trying to get at is that i will concede and i will agree i think when it comes to 2022 that xbox lost the battle but I think the war wages on. Oh, okay. And that's, so, that's cool. Yeah. And the future is green. Oh, the future is interesting. Interesting choice. So I guess in the conversation of 2023, Luke for Xbox, what's your, what's your expectations for 2023 in Xbox? What, what, what is it looking like for them? And do you think that they will lose the 2023 battle, but still be engaged to win the war in 2024, 2025? You know, I think that might be, in, I think that's entirely possible that they can, they have a lot of very cool titles lined up for 2023, mm-hmm. but some of them aren't built until the latter half of 2023. And we know what games release schedules are like. And what, mm-hmm. what have we got on coming out in Xbox so this year? If, 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 if you can think is that the, Avowed is the one, the Obsidian game. Obsidian are the guys who did Fallen New Vegas and they did Outer Worlds. I didn't like Outer Worlds, but apparently it did really well. Um, and they have a vowed coming out, which is like a first person kind of, it's like, it, it, uh, I hate saying this. It kind of looks like Dark Souls if it was like first person kind of thing, except you have magic and stuff. looks like a really cool, like Elder Scrolls game, basically really proper next gen, gorgeous looking. Um, uh, that looks sick. They have, uh, Bethesda's new big flagship game, Star Starfield. No, Starfield is the space one that everyone's quite yeah, excited about. Yeah, that's the. I think it's not I'm, Bethesda. I'm pretty sure it's not that one. It's oh, 
it might be i know very little about the game because i looked at the trailer and i was like it wasn't on game pass it will be on game pass day one <laughs> but it, it wasn't at the time it, well so. know, it's not out yet. Maybe, maybe it's yeah <laughs> it won't be out for another few months uh it just looked like yeah not not for me a lot of stuff on game pass as well isn't for me but like but you have the choice and that's the important thing I have that, so that there are choice. things that you can find things that are there for you and and, and not for you but it's all there um As, can i just say like, yeah look into 2023 i will say that like when we if we're fighting the the war along the lines of exclusivities and stuff like that i think it's very possible that xbox lose next year as well but my experience as an Xbox goer, I genuinely enjoy the crap out of what I get from the console and from Game Pass on a week-to-week basis. I, it's so fun for me. I've wanted to play Persona 5 for the longest time, Craig. I talked about buying it over Christmas because mm-hmm. I really wanted to get into it. It's on Game Pass. Like Persona 5 Royal is on Game Pass. So I just downloaded it and was like ready to go. Stuff like that happens to me every week. And if Xbox keeps doing stuff like that for the next year, I'll be so happy. I'll be yeah. so glad I'm Xbox. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Nintendo, Craig, what have we got for 20? I'm just going to let you guys talk. About, I've got to fix my mic stand here. It's oh, falling sure. over. Oh, no, so it's I'll right. let you guys uh, talk about yourselves about Nintendo. I have enough yeah. waffle here to, to get me through. Thank you. Thank God. <laughs> so 2023 is looking pretty good for Nintendo. Uh, so good, in fact, that it makes me think this might be their last year before the next you know, Switch, oh, like OLED 2 or Switch 2 or whatever they're going to do because generally mm-hmm. they always run out of steam just before they... Uh, switched consoles so we have fire emblem engage which comes out in four days and um, that's a massive game huge in japan tree houses i was a massive fan of is I, that the next in the line of like the major fire emblem the major games? fire emblem. so none okay. of this warriors nonsense yeah, no this is a fire emblem game <laughs> yeah. you know and it continues on from tree houses which for me looked like a 3ds game only upscaled and you know from my conversation in pokemon that i hate that whereas this one now when characters talk to each other you can actually see the backgrounds you know so it looks like they're actually using some of the switch hardware to make the game so i'm quietly optimistic but you just never know you know and the the new hollow knight coming out this year and apparently the first one did amazingly on switch so all these indie games i kind of put a mention here because they tend to sell like best on switch like hades 2 was scheduled for this year it will and that be, will it will be, be hard for that to sell really well on switch given it's an xbox exclusive and will be on game pass day it will one be on game pass day one but, but, uh, hades yeah, 2 hey, is exclusive no sorry hollow knight sequel oh yeah, yeah. Uh, exclusive. okay okay yeah God, well, okay. I've, I'm maybe I'll have a couple a uh, couple more complaints <laughs> to make this Some, year someone, yeah. someone but not told hades me. 2 the one that mattered <laughs> Hollow Knight people okay, yeah. people love because I've never played Hollow Knight I'm just mentioning it for well, it is yeah, hugely yeah. popular though in fairness um, yeah. yeah Hogwarts Legacy comes out on the Switch July 25th so that's way Wait, later than what, the others what, like, what, you know? Hogwarts Legacy is coming out on the Switch yeah I don't know how it's going to run so like that doesn't make any sense to poorly, me it's, it's yeah I, I, I mean and, and not to you know not to kick it uh, kick you when you're down Craig because you're trying to represent Nintendo here but Hogwarts Legacy on the Switch is going to run It's like going to be... Oh, I mean, anyone who bought The Witcher 3 on the Switch is an absolute fool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, so I imagine like this can't be far off. Like, I remember you know, asking but you... But it was there, so I had to mention yeah. it. Like, I remember asking you because I wanted to play The Witcher... Um, I was like thinking about the console and I thought oh, it'd be kind of cool to play it on the Switch I'll ask Craig and you're like no no God, don't do it <laughs> turn around don't go turn near back. that like, yeah, you know, that's yeah. absolutely insane and we have a Bayonetta prequel I mean some people like Bayonetta oh, yeah. so I've never played any of them the third one didn't review that very well that was announced well. at the Game Awards wasn't it, it? Was. yeah, yeah this kind of cartoony prequel I think for fans and stuff like that that looks like it could be, be a good, good game you know? again I don't know Hades 2 is coming out that seems good. Pikmin 4 is supposedly coming out, but it's been supposedly coming, coming out for the last four or five years. Diablo 4 is coming out 
from uh, on the Switch day one. I mean, the third one Ooh. runs really, really well Will on the Switch. So Wait, is that Diablo for the new one? Or yeah, it's the one that yeah, the, the one that they the announced. We yeah, got a good yeah. trailer for it. The game. Well, who last knows year. how the acquisition of Blizzard and Activision goes? Maybe it won't. No, it's scheduled for release. So I mean, like, I'm yeah, sure the lawyers got involved. Like, they, hey, listen, they would have changed see, it. Luke, Don't try to get in some yeah, secret brownie yeah. points here. Like, no, I, Luke, Luke's just selling himself as a thief now. That's all he's doing. It's like, oh, man. you want that for the Switch? Actually, we all, all for Daddy Microsoft. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> why the lawyers got involved. And then after that, we have potentially Metroid Prime Four, maybe Advance Wars oh. One and Two reboot, which should have came out last year. And the team work uh, behind Super Mario Odyssey are finally back at the helm of donkey kong country and they're working on donkey kong country 4 which is amazing because yeah. it's been with rare and retro studios for the last like 20 years yeah, so this is now the team yeah. and like mario odyssey was such a great game and the donkey kong games have been really good since that i really think that that could, could be, be a massive yeah. game but again that could be 2024 but this year we have zelda we have fire emblem engage Here, here's like, my question a few to you. big games enough that i'll be pretty happy here's my question for you though craig do we have zelda this year yes because it's scheduled for may 16th i think uh-huh. so even if they push it back to october and november i mean they were uh, like uh, if it said may maybe but they said 16th you oh know? they gave an actual they, day, oh, the day actual oh, okay. day okay so, i believe it then yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah I believe i'm believing them because i always thought they'd just postpone it over and over again like the way they do with every zelda game until and until a new system is ready and then, and then just one. release it day yeah. one on both systems because that's what they did with twilight princess that's what they did with breath of the world yeah and, like I just had that feeling based on how long it was taking that they would just push it back. But no, May 16th, and it looks great. It shows what the uh, Switch can do if a good company put the effort in, unlike uh, Game, Game Freak. Freak. You want to get your new pull Sorry, I just there. needed a little slap in there. Uh, we have end. to, because <laughs> it just looks so awful. It looks so awful, Violet or whatever. But Get that's 2023 for Nintendo. So it's looking up good by comparison to 2022, but nothing on PlayStation, and maybe even nothing on Xbox, although I don't know it. So a single take, Xbox release game. Let me take game. you boys through my little list of what's to come for PlayStation 5 in 2023. So, uh, we've got announced, I think it's eight games so far exclusively, day one release on uh, PlayStation 5. We've got Season, A Letter to the Future. I don't know if you guys have seen any videos for this. It's the really nicely animated one and you go around as this um, girl who's kind of on a little bicycle and she's recording uh, like the sounds of the end, basically, because I think the world is approaching oh, yeah. uh, an apocalypse, I think. Oh, yeah, no, no. That's the game you open with? No, let's go. <laughs> I, I'm starting low, Craig. I'm building uh, myself. Okay, Wait right. to see what's at the You have to go open with a bang. Yeah, like, you know, oh, okay, sorry. You've lost right. me. I'm, I'm in a lull yeah, here. PlayStation 5 is terrible. <laughs> um, but that looks quite interesting and interesting that that... Uh, the reason I brought it up was because it strikes me as very much an indie game but interesting that that would have gotten a playstation exclusive oh sorry yeah i do i do remember seeing this trailer this looks great yeah yeah this looks really good playstation exclusive on on release luke do you know what I mean so that and that's it's just weird that you know that's the kind of thing i find quite strange about playstation it's something like that they'll go in for and try and get it exclusive mm-hmm. because it appeals to a certain market and i think mm-hmm. it's their game plan on getting the exclusive titles is really really working for them because after that we've got forspoken which is a timed console exclusive so i think in the future much like final fantasy 7 it will come out how now, long is this timed thing uh, it, i mean usually a year but again bring on back to final fantasy 7 remake it was slated for a year after it'll come out on xbox mm-hmm. but that's still not out on xbox so i think it's i think it's based on contracts and negotiations if, if a deal is them. like three months or something then i'm like okay fine you could wait that out but if it's a year 
then for me that's an exclusive yeah. to that company exactly. because I, agree, yeah. I wouldn't even give a shit a, a year, year later, later. like you know <laughs> granted <laughs> i did with persona 5 royal but i am still angry about it you know yeah. what yeah. the what the hell is first spoken this is the first time i've seen this game so interesting because i asked i think i asked you about it craig as well and you mm. hadn't heard about it i've been keeping up with it because it's a square enix uh, new square enix game squenix and i i'm always interested in to what they're bringing out what they're bringing to the table it uh, looked amazing. It's kind of like a fantasy meets or normal world meets fantasy world parkour kind of uh, really nice looking game. Yeah, <laughs> did you just it's, put it's the word weeks. parkour in? <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. You should watch the trailers for it. But unfortunately, they Sounds released great. a demo a couple of weeks ago, and mm. I played, and it's janky as heck. Oh. I don't like. I was I was looking at the games coming out at the start of this year, and I was like, oh, do I want to get Forspoken Day One or do I want to get Hogwarts Legacy Day One? And playing that demo, I'm like, well, for spoken just off my list entirely. I don't think I want to play that. That's so a shame. It is a shame. But I think, you know, it's a it's a demo of, of a of a part middle of the game and I haven't gone through like the tutorials and the learnings of it. So maybe it's probably not the best way to try and, and make an opinion of a game. But I had high hopes for that one and the demo kind of dumbed that down. But again, like still an exclusive Scranix game. Again, I'm I'm working my way up this list, Craig. I can see you giving me a look, okay? No, Next my up, my stomach just growled into the mic and I was just wondering if it was Apologies if it was picked up. <laughs> Uh, the next one is Horizon Call of the Mountain VR. And the reason I put this one up here is because I want to talk about PlayStation PS5 in 2023. PSVR 2. That's oh, coming out this year in February. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. although massively expensive and something that I'm really, yeah. I'm really like, do I want to put money aside and, and invest in something like that? Because PlayStation VR 1 had such a weak start, but kind of grew to be something that was quite popular and had really interesting games for it. Mm. And I worry the same will happen with PSVR 2. But I really want VR as a concept to work. Like that's where I can see part of our future, do you know what I mean, in this virtual reality. And it seems to be a real slow build. But because they've made this so expensive, it strikes me as something that they're really putting the money into the How games. Much? How much is it going to be? Oh, it's like I think it's a, the cost of a PS Five. I think it's like oh, six hundred yeah. quid. Six hundred dollar it is. Yeah, yeah. it's a uh, five thirty pounds. So probably five fifty euro. Yeah, thereabouts. Yeah, which <laughs> is really really expensive. But it's insane. Part of me thinks that that could really kill it from the get go if it's not affordable. But also, if they're charging that, do they have high hopes for the investment in terms of? what they're asking the AAA studios to do are they asking AAA studios to come to the table to actually because if they're not then it's 550 euro which is more expensive than your console so yes. then you have a certain expectation that there'll be enough games to make it worth yes. what the and PlayStation I, 5 was worth because exactly. if that doesn't have 10 must have games in its lifestyle and or lifespan then it's, it's a failure, it's a failure. I'm a VR dabbler as well and I don't think that they can make that bet i don't think i don't think they can either like. because like vr when a vr game hits and does really well it's almost like an anomaly because it's like the studios are still trying to figure out like what's fun in vr mm -hmm. like you had yeah. bone labs which was that the bone works they were just trying to do everything and yeah. throw everything at the wall and just like and like not coddle the player and that was one see stop. what sticks yeah it's mm -hmm. so it's such a new area that that's a big amount of money to to bet on it but i also like i'm very pro I just want more great video games. So if that works. So the initial yeah. reactions to Horizon, which is the kind of the real first AAA game that we've had investing on a VR system, mm -hmm. has been incredibly well received. That the game is about eight or nine hours long in terms of its story, but it's oh, wow. it's the you know it's the um, VR experience you need to have supposedly. Hmm. Again, this could all be let's hype it up, hype it up, and you play it, and it's like, well, this is an absolute complete utter failure. I hate this thing. But looking at that, I'm like, you have the games pass. And I'm looking at where PlayStation might be going. And I still think there's a future in VR. I hope it's done better. But I mean, if it could be the thing, it looks amazing. If, if it played amazing, I'm like, bam, that's the thing the PlayStation owns. In this argument, in this three-way battle with these guys, 
that's where PlayStation is really going to hold its own because Nintendo is never going to touch it and Xbox won't bother. Xbox won't bother going into the VR realm. I don't ever. I don't think that's ever going to be on their agenda. I don't think they'll ever release a headset. But yes. That doesn't mean you can't plug in a headset and play an Xbox game. That's not off the table. That's not off the table. Like you can plug in your Oculus because yes. because Microsoft's PC as well. Yeah, but we're not. Yeah, we're, we're talking about Xbox here. Okay, stop trying to bring other players into the game. Okay. Xbox game this isn't a tag is a team three-way <laughs> battle. Okay, you can't bring in the. No, no, I, no. I know exactly I, no, what I like you mean. It. I like that as a trust. I like. I love to see VR do really well. Like I've dabbled in it for that reason. Yeah. I really would love to see a cool future in VR because, like, you play a game, and what I really hope that Horizon game is, like, you play a game like Half-Life, Alex. Yeah. Uh, and it's w- VR games are weird to sell because when you look at the gameplay, a lot of the times you're like, well, this is just a first person shooter kind of thing. It's you have to put sometimes. on the headset yourself, be in it, feel the wind blow past your hair when something walks by and you go, oh, fuck, I'm in this gameplay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no, this is so like cool. Like come with a built-in fan and like a water <laughs> dispenser. <laughs> yeah. with, like, spray us in the we face. have the fans. We don't we have the water that, dispenser. Yeah. So it has, the interesting thing about this one is it has haptic feedback, I think, in the actual yeah. headset itself. But what really sold me on the idea that this could become a thing, and I think I might have mentioned on the podcast before, was that I played um, Battle um, Star Wars Rogue Squadron, Battle Squadron? Oh, yeah, Squadron, yeah. Rogue Squadron, and your brother's Yeah, headset. and he had, now in fairness, he had the kind of the... Um, wasn't the controller but it was like a had a throttle, flight, flight stick flight stick and everything mm. but i was in it i was i was a there. star pilot for the rebel alliance and i was ah. fighting against the empire and it blew me away i was violent i was felt so sick afterwards but again i understand <laughs> yeah. there's an adjustment period for those things mm. but i was doing a barrel roll legitimately doing a barrel roll and looking outside the cockpit and down below me and i could see all the the, the dog yeah. fighting going on and it's just that kind of really because i was never too much into vr and andrew always tried to sell me on it being mm-hmm. like oh, try this game try this game yeah. but i gave this one a shot and i was like holy crap there's a, a real future here for like yeah, that kind you got of it yeah i got the moment, book and i was yeah. like man I, i'm that's why i'm looking at like a game like horizon which i love to death on a VR system that it looks like they're trying to invest a lot of money into it. I'm like, maybe this could make another aspect yeah. as a side to the exclusives that PlayStation is famous for be the guys who own, vir- you know, virtual reality as well. Yeah. Um, so I mentioned that one. And I also have on this one then Final Fantasy VII Rebirth for all those Final Fantasy fans out there. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. you know, I think having the exclusive on Square Enix essentially is, is huge. Square Enix makes such a, such a yeah. wide variety of hugely popular games. So on top of that, then we've got Final Fantasy XVI, which is exclusive to... Um, now I don't know if they're time, well, isn't it? Huh? It's coming out this year as well. Final Fantasy 16. 16's June, I think. Yeah. yeah, June or July. Oh, is it June or July? I think you and me, Luke, have a pizza bet on whether or not that game will actually release on time because oh, Square Enix yeah. is so bad for delaying the games. I, I think it'll I release no when way. they said. Yeah. You said it's not going to, they'll be delayed, but I'm fairly confident it'll come out on the last date that they the gave, which was like June or something. Pizza. But we'll look into okay. that. Yeah. I don't think Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth is coming out this year. No, it said winter 20. It said winter. This coming winter, which could be anywhere from Wait, November straight through to February 2020. Yeah, Rebirth yeah. is the So I'm going to say April next it's year. It's the 7 <laughs> Remake Part 2, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. 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 It's the 7 Remake Part 2. I yeah. thought it was the little pixely Final no Fantasy that's VII. um ever that? crisis ever Before crisis, crisis. Oh, yeah i think okay. the, the one that's crisis. a mobile game that covers the whole story yeah, yeah. yeah. that's ever crisis right yeah. that okay. looks really good so rebirth is the next okay gotcha yeah. gotcha so i think based on the kind of these exclusives playstation vr2 and like you know we're only early days there's lots of things for nintendo and xbox and playstation that haven't been announced yet that could potentially come out and surprise us this year but i'm looking at playstation 2023 and i think it's still going to be as strong if not stronger than it was last year the only thing that down is that we have 
haven't got a God of War to come out this year. You know, yeah, is there anything that that, that Spider Man, Spider Man Two, and I think the Final Fantasies are big because I know when yeah. remake first came out, Final Fantasy Seven remake first came out, it was a real contender for Game of the Year that year. I don't think it won it. I think something else beat 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 Which it. Final Fantasy games generally don't get critically received very well. Like no, we but love we, them. no, we love them, and exactly, and there has to be. That's what I mean about like the exclusive for Final Fantasy. It, it's you know that's where I'd compare that against the likes of Marvel Spider Man. Spider Man's a exclusive game to PlayStation Five, but like the fan base could be huge marvel yeah. fans superhero fans spider-man fans gaming fans it, it it suits them all but yeah you're right square enix and and kind of these jrpgs in the final fantasy world aren't for everybody but this 16 looks like it's going to be a banger because it's done by the guys that did the online one final fantasy 14 which was also a banger and then rebirth if it does come out this year craig i mean i'm i can't tell you how excited i am can't wait yeah, yeah so those are my reasons for thinking that ps5 is going to be as strong in this year maybe not stronger because they don't have the likes of a god of war maybe or horizon but horizon wasn't as well received as i would have hoped i love that game but um so looking at the year because you know we're, we're, we're kind of getting on on time here and i want to try and wrap it up but before we go each is if there's kind of something you'd like to see from your corner like that you'd like to see nintendo or xbox or playstation do this year or achieve or where you'd like them to go or something that you'd like them to release or get on top of what would be the one thing that you hope they get to this year Nintendo, Craig. I would like them to uh, announce the new Switch. You know, just get it over with. Just do it. Like, because even Breath of the Wild two coming out on the current hardware is a disappointment to me because I know it can't really escalate. Now I'm sure it's going to have loads of excellent gameplay mechanics, but they have to work so hard because visually, people aren't going to give it the ten out of ten for for visuals. So it has to make it up in other departments. You know, and I just wish that it could just look a little bit better so that he wouldn't have to put so much into gameplay and, and if do you think that this the next switch is the switch pro or switch 2 it has to be the switch 2 yeah. they can't keep doing this and it needs to be at least as powerful as a ps4 but should be better you know i yeah. mean if the steam deck can do it nintendo will have to do it but they are not going to release that technology until they can make a profit on it they yeah. do not sell consoles <laughs> no, at, a loss. at a loss never <laughs> never uh, okay switch two yeah i mean all right and my next question to you do you see that happening this year an announcement at least unfortunately no i think they're going to just dabble in it a bit longer i think they're going to have a terrible 2024 leading into 2025 because they'll be delaying games like crazy to push them onto the new system and because 2023 looks like a really good year for nintendo that's why i don't think they're gonna release the console yeah yeah all right luke xbox in 2023 what do you what would you like to see it do what would you like to see it achieve i'm tempted to say just keep on keeping on like i'm i'm loving the xbox experience at the moment but i think i would get really jazzed if um xbox cloud gaming starts to pay dividends like if if that experience gets really streamlined and like you said, like we've great internet connections here in Ireland, a lot of big tech companies are here. So our internet's fantastic. So if that, if they shore up their side, like if the servers are good and the gameplay experience can be good by like next year, if I can, so I was telling you earlier that I played cyberpunk on my Android phone earlier and it was sick, but there was lag and there was delay. If I could like boot up a game like cyberpunk and mirror it from my console, or I could do some other kind of cloud gaming service from their servers. And it was a, really nice experience that would that would make me really jazzed yeah i'd yeah. love that and i think that'd be a good sign for like the future of gaming as a whole because talking about stadia which i think guys it's only got four days left before you know rip <laughs> stadia um but you know with the because the, the stadia technology was fantastic i mean mm-hmm. a little bit laggy but like that i think it was even performing better than the likes of xbox crowd gaming but just just didn't have the the, yeah. the games to it, go with it, it came to market first it was like yeah, yeah it was 
ambitious. but i think they've given out the technology and i you know i like they haven't patented it or, or trademarked it they've given it out to anybody to use because they know it can work which i think was a pretty sweet move by google and not one i expected um so i think if that is if xbox can get a hold of that that would be amazing for the future of gaming what about uh what about playstation for for the future i would love for me as a human being and looking at my future so that when i'm old and in a yes i don't know why i mentioned the fact that i'm a human being i'm not an alien anybody craig here um but uh so if maybe I, Darren, Darren is a human right <laughs> i can confirm but if i was old i look at some like future when i'm old and like in a retirement home or whatever else I look at that and I look at myself with a headset on, not caring about my old rackety <laughs> pain, you know, body that's in a lot of pain because I'm old, but just lost in this world of virtual reality that like the things in, in the normal life don't bother me and I can have a happy kind of, yeah. I'm getting old. And I think a good sign of that being in my future would be the likes of PSVR 2 coming out this year and being critically excited. So you're hoping to launch that dream you have in 2023. This, in 2023 I mean, with PSVR 2. It's magical. Yeah. Because it would be, for me, like I know the Oculus and everything exists out there and I know play, the, the, the PlayStation VR has a bit to do, but they've got the studios. They've got the games behind it that could yeah. really pump out into mm, those things. Like yeah. the idea that I could be in Final Fantasy 14 online mm. doing an MMORPG yeah. and being there. You know, forgetting about whatever's going on in my going real on. life. Just you know, so, who, lads, when we're 65 bro. and retired, we're just going to have the time of our lives. Absolutely. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that would be my my thing for 2023, that PSVR 2 comes out and it's critically acclaimed and everyone's like, wow, the future is VR because what's coming to date, <clears throat> I don't think has kind of hit the heights that people wanted mm. to. And I hope this does it. It looks amazing. Uh, people have said it, like it's so comfortable to, to have and everything like that, like the, 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 the controllers as well. So I'm looking at being like, I really hope that that, that does it. So that'll be me. That's Sweet, I mean. that's yeah. a great vision. And so, for anybody who's listening, if you, I don't know, if you want to put, oh, you're not going to end it there, are you? Why? What did you want? Well, you got to have like a closing argument or something for like the battle or something like okay, that. Or are so you just going to let people decide themselves? No, no, no. no. I, I think we could decide ourselves. But Thirty here. seconds or less closing be, arguments. All right, I would be an honest vote. An honest vote. I think, uh, Luke. I know you're getting paid by Xbox, <laughs> but if you, like, and, and like I said, hey, I stop <laughs> looking at my Revolut. <laughs> so if you were to pick a winner for 2023, which console uh, is going to perform the best? Who are you picking? I think I could. I have to pick Xbox. Like I just, I just, I'm enjoying it so much, mm -hmm. and it's not going to change anytime soon. Okay. It can only get better, yeah. and it's an experience that I'm already loving. It's yeah. Okay. Is this just going to be everyone's just going to vote for themselves? No. Well, I mean, Craig, who are you going to vote for? Well, unfortunately, like I don't even want to vote Nintendo. I wasn't even like really rooting for them. But as you said, the best-selling console in 2022 was the, the Switch. Switch. That console shortage isn't going away in 2023 so good well, luck actually, to the both of you and nothing <laughs> no final fantasy 16 and no game pass is going to touch zelda for game of the year so we're going to sell the most consoles and we're going to have the best game i did not expect you to go vote for nintendo here i really did i'm sorry but the numbers just don't lie darren <laughs> you know, i wanted no, to go with true. sony but Zelda's going to top everything and switch is going to outsell the other two again and darren's mic stopped working but he told me he votes game pass <laughs> thanks for joining us for the episode everybody we'll see you next week no i think my argument still has to go i mean this is this is terrible we haven't really gotten anywhere <laughs> this whole like an hour and 10 minutes later we still haven't managed good. to figure this out no I, i'd still pick playstation i think the lineup for playstation looks good i think what playstation is doing looks good i think they will in the future potentially could fall way behind xbox but i'm talking about 2024 2025 and, and even maybe even later if, if xbox can't get it together so we couldn't decide it no well you guys are both biased whereas i am not biased because i wanted my team to lose but 
they didn't. They happened to win. So I think <laughs> Nintendo <laughs> win. <laughs> you think they're going to win. That mean, hey, listen, Zelda might not even come out. Zelda could come out and be terrible. You're, you're putting a lot of eggs in, in one basket here. Uh, that's the Zelda basket, Darren. Okay. <laughs> Big it basket. was fine. Yeah. Darren, if, if listeners wanted to tell us what they thought was the winner in today's conversation, where could they contact us? The only place they can, Luke, because I still haven't gotten the finger out and gotten some social media ready. So if you want to tell us who you think you can go hit the old archaic method of uh, emailing us electronic gift, mails yeah at the gift of gaming podcast at gmail.com and tell us who you think will win 2023 interesting actually because i i'm now you guys have both sold me on arguments i'm still for ps5 but it's closer than i thought it would be <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah so listen guys uh luke craig thank you both very much for joining me today on the show really appreciate it and uh, we'll be back next week with another episode until then uh, keep gaming and stay safe bye guys bye everyone thanks, thanks.